Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. had something so funny to say when we weren't recording and now we're recording and now it's gone um what oh no okay I know what I was gonna say um I have had so many conversations with all of my coworkers throughout the past two months of me being there and they're like so what do you like and I'm like oh well I do this and this and this and they're like oh yeah and so I asked them about their hobbies and they're like I love podcasts I'm like do you? <laughs> interesting. Interesting topic that you bring up there, Jeremy. I'm listening. It definitely piques my interest. And so I ask them, like, okay, well, what kind of podcast do you like? And then they just say cereal every time. That's and the it's only like, podcast. Oh. <laughs> They're like, have you heard? And I'm like, I, all right. That's so weird. I hear there's a ghost calling my name. Sorry, I need to <laughs> need to return back Sorry, to Sorry, I time. have, like, a lot of business to attend to right now. And it's awful because... Like, don't get me wrong. Everybody listened to Serial Season 1. Like, it's great or whatever. But there is so much... Like, hi, welcome to podcasts. Like, there's... Obviously, if you're here, you know the niche land. But, like, Jesus. um, There is more than that. And so, it just made me sad. I was like, oh, okay, well, enjoy, I guess. (laughs) All right. Do you like Twilight and or Fifty Shades of Grey? (laughs) Anyway, who said that? (laughs) That was weird. Um... (laughs) Weird Sorry, thing I think that... I got possessed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing that just happened. Yeah. There are so many more students of mine that are reading Twilight, and it makes me very happy. Um, <sighs> in, like, a terrified way, you know? Yeah. In the way that, like, parents get. <laughs> right. Um, like, oh, don't hurt yourself. Please be safe. <laughs> yeah, please be safe. All of a sudden, though, when I was talking to one of my students about middle school books earlier this week I had this epiphany to this series that I loved and read all the time when I was a kid do you ever read the TTYL series oh hell yeah oh my god okay so I've been so tempted to put that into my library Mm -hmm. but I have a feeling that one of my kids might come up and be like what's an away message (laughs) and then I'm gonna die right on the floor (laughs) Yeah, I actually, um, I refound those books, like, oh my God. Uh, when I visited, like, my mom's house or whatever, and I was like, oh, let me just, like, peek through and see, because I remember fucking loving those books. I was like, all right, let me just, like, crack, crack her open and see what's up, mm-hmm. and, like, immediately right out the gate is, like, rampant transphobia, and I'm like, sick, this oh did not age God. well, even a little bit. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, but for the time, very impactful on a young me. On the World Wide Web, just <laughs> for real, being, being a teen online. <laughs> there were so many things in that book series that stood out to me and like fundamentally changed the way that I existed as like a sixth grader. Yeah. But one of the things I swear to God, every time that I think about those books, isn't all the like talk about lockers and mm-hmm. cute people in homeroom. Sure. It's the time where one of them <laughs> was talking about period farts. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I swear to God, Cody, I've never been able to forget. Like, when I think of the TTYL books, I'm like, oh, yeah, period farts. <laughs> it's awful. That's an awful association to have. Absolutely. Wow, this is the the earliest we've gotten an episode title in a while. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Into the Twilight, where we talk about vampires and period farts. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't believe we haven't talked about period farts when we talked so extensively about vampires. Yeah. I mean, the court, like, it's it's there. Can't you see it? <laughs> I don't even need to get my red yarn out. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's there. <laughs> I mean, but she will. I will. She'll I have She'll work this whole fucking situation. <laughs> <laughs> the poop culprit is yeah. here. <laughs> Who uh, did the period fart? <laughs> Who was it? Oh, my God. Cody, how the hell are you? I'm great. Um, Great. It's fucking winter in Chicago now. 
<laughs> we oh. had like a nice second of fall. She's gone. Rest in peace. Um, now it's fucking winter. Bundle up. Get some fucking hand warmers. Let's go. Oof. Let's fight outside. <laughs> Let's Don't slip on the ice. <laughs> but there's still there's still pumpkins and like seasonal shit, and it's very like spooky. But uh, nope. Mm-mm. No more fall. Falls over. Is it that see your breath kind of weather? It's close. It's close. Oof. It's not quite Oof. there yet, but we're in that territory for sure. Ooh. Yeah. I can dig it. It's, it's always funny because there are things in the, a lot of the, the CTA, which is the transit system, the subway system in Chicago. Sounds like a musical artist. <laughs> yeah, the artist formerly known as CTA. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of the train stops are elevated, so they're not underground. Like, a, a, some of them are underground, but a lot of them are just, like, above ground, and they go, like, above the city. I have um, seen that about Yeah, that it's area. fucking tight. It's really cool. Um, but because of that... A lot of times you're waiting for the train. You are outside. Ooh. Um, and there are little, like, heat lamps that, like, the government so nicely, like, provides for, like, a month <laughs> over the course of a million-year-long winter. And they're mm-hmm. always like, oh, November 1st, that's when they're going to start working. And every single year, it's like, October, they need to start right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Yeah. Why? Hey, you're our resident weather expert. That, yeah. Why? Why weather do that? Uh, can Why? we, like, call in Chris? Can we... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so thankful you asked Chris on the phone, um, our resident motherfucker in the clouds. Um, yeah. <laughs> he lives there. <laughs> I just always imagine Chris as, um, what was that, what is that fucking Nintendo character that lives on a cloud? Oh, I don't know its name, but yes. That is, that is Chris. Like, yeah. he just, like, lives on a cloud. It's <laughs> just... Um, Whenever I think of Chris, I think of that vine where it's like two people listing their favorite clouds and they say different ones and they're like, that's how I knew we couldn't be friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's so good. So, but hey, why why weather do that though? Why Midwest, why is the Midwest like that? Yeah, Midwest is is not a great weather spot for sure. Is it? Why? (laughs) (laughs) No! feel like that that priest vibe i'm just like wow <laughs> i i wish i had any of the answers for you you get nope. back to me yeah i'll, I'll think about it. yeah I'll, I'll do some research let's see why does chicago do this why does the midwest why why <laughs> i have started putting in photos well gifts really of owen was owen wilson jesus christ saying wow um, mm-hmm. yep, into sure. my PowerPoints, no, um, because <laughs> apparently I sarcastically say wow a lot and my students don't like it. <laughs> 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 and so I just started to like lean into the bit and be very self-referential about it. That's really funny. <laughs> it's just, you know, sometimes you just see a kid try to dab while leaning back in his chair and he falls over and just like wow (laughs) like great i have to deal with this today so you know just the usual you know how it is yeah you know how they do yeah i wanted to tell you about our middle school corner today please god there's always so much i really should keep a note in my phone specifically for it of the ones that are interesting sure but here's the one for today. It's very related to what we were talking about before the pod. My seventh graders are learning about the bubonic plague right now. And so I made up a role-playing game for them today. Very Oregon Trail style sure. to see if yeah. they would survive. And when my kids realized, they were like, <laughs> two of them literally looked at each other, high-fived, and were like, yes, death! Um... <laughs> And I've never related to anything more in my whole life. Yeah, that's a big old schmood. So that was very good. And I enjoyed that a lot. Just these 12-year-olds screaming because they're getting ready to see whether they live or die. And I loved that a lot. thought it was kind of pure. I love that. Yes. Also, it's so close to Halloween, which is very exciting. Yeah. Um, Welcome to Spook I, Town. For real. I... I am going back to Portland this weekend, which is fun current events news. And yeah. I will be going back to my Chris's hometown, which is, for me, Forkstown. 
right? Sure. Um, but for the rest of the world, during this time of year, they know it as Halloween Town. Because um, that is where the infamous Halloween Town was filmed. Sure. And so I will be in that pumpkin this weekend, and I'm very excited about it. So That's great. The spooks are here, and they are alive, <laughs> and I am very excited. We have our own version of spooks to talk about today in Ooh. the form of current events, which is very good. Where yeah. would you like to start today? Oh, boy. Let's start with our, our man. Ketchup extraordinaire. <laughs> just I just fast forward. I couldn't put his real name in the notes. It just didn't feel appropriate, and it wouldn't be appropriate. His no. name is Ketchup Man. His name. <laughs> Once you is... make the decision to tattoo a, a two scale ketchup bottle on your leg, yeah. you, res- you refuse all right to be addressed by your actual name. That's just the law. Yeah, that's true. You're either your Ketchup Man. Your Heinz guy, your tomato boy. Like, tomato take your boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're one of them, but you're definitely not your first name anymore. It's no. the goddamn truth. Yep. <laughs> so, the news about good old Jackson Rathborn is this as we all know, and by the time that this comes out, I will have already been to the movies to go see the 10th anniversary of Twilight. Amazing. Um, so, Patrons, you're in for a treat. Yeah, already. hop on our Patreon for exclusive content. Billy on the street. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I'm very excited. Allie's going to get a ketchup tattoo. <laughs> oh Live. I, I would. That would not take much money for me to do that. <laughs> Here's the problem, though. I would never, for any amount of money, I would never eat mayonnaise, but I would get a ketchup bottle tattooed on me. Oh my god. (laughs) Y'all have limits, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, and that that is a hard one for me. So here's the news about Jackson. As we all know, the 10 years of Twilight are here. They are upon us. And that means that everybody in the universe is talking. Everyone in the Twilight universe is talking. But I mean, everybody in the universe is also talking about Twilight. Can you imagine aliens talking about Twilight for a second? Just think about it. Um, No, thanks. (laughs) And he basically wants this universe to be expanded, specifically more so with prequels. Talking about, like, Carlisle, which, please God, and how the Cullens got together in the first place. Um, And obviously, since it's his character, he would love to see Jasper and Alice as well. And I think, you know, we've we've talked about this briefly before, about the short films that they've made about this, too. And I love it. I'm always in for more, especially prequels and not, like, continuing um, after words, I guess. Let's just, like, feel out that rich history, you know what I mean? Agreed. I want it. I need it. Give me more Lee Pace, is all I'm saying. Okay. That's all anyone's saying. Cast Lee Pace in everything. But it's like, we already have him as a vampire. Can you just, (sighs) just give me, give me an Amazon series of these prequels so you can fully develop them and just go to town. It's all I want. Give me that London bad boy Lee Pace. Mm. Give me, give me. That's all I want. Also, I love that in this U.S. Magazine article that we're quoting for this news, they reference Tomato Boy solely as the last airbender actor, which <laughs> <laughs> I feel like is all you need to know. Sure. Yikes. Yikes is all I'm trying to say. Also, they really did a side-by-side of, like, Yeah, they him, did. And he looks the fucking same. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, the only thing different is the hair. But, like, it's the same He's still a twink. Like, it's... Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, he could play his character for the foreseeable future. That's for sure. I lo- Yeah. So I'm I'm here for it. Yes. Yeah. all I'm trying to say. Cody, what do we have next? What's next? <laughs> I like you're just deferring to me for all the news. I um, have something in my eye. I think it's misogyny. <laughs> I don't know. I, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I think it's the just... Crushing patriarchy in my head. <laughs> I just can't stop rubbing my eye. It's just so painful. It, it, it is misogyny at work. Um, next we got. Hey, remember Catherine Hardwick? Because we um, talked about her I do. like every week, basically at this point, because she's trying to maintain relevancy. That's so real. Last time we spoke about her, she was like, "Oh man, if I had it my way, Twilight would have been cast so diversely." 
and it wasn't. Now she's yeah. back, baby, with people that she would cast <laughs> in that fictional universe. Yeah, she's basically added on to this quote and is like, hey, I know what diversity is. I know two women of color's names. And it's like, okay. She's just like making fan fiction at this point. It's just yeah. like, oh, let me, here's, yeah, here's one woman of color that I know who's been in a movie before. Here's some, like. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, so she quoted as being very interested in Amandala and yeah. Aquafina. Yeah. And like, I get it. She's probably talking about them because they are relevant. Right. Now it's kind of right their now. year. Right, for sure. Right. But it's like, you could have chosen anyone. <laughs> yeah, you, any, any human being, any person. It effectively, to me anyways, the quote came off like she looked at a billboard and was like, <laughs> those, those people, that's yeah, what I want. I got it. Although I do love the idea of Aquafina being Alice, as she is mentioning, just for the fact of, like, her bitching at Bella and being like, hey, cut it out. Like, just be better. And I think that'd yeah. be good. I think that'd be a good fit. That would be very good. Catherine also mentioned just having all of the men of power be recast. Sure. Fuck them. <laughs> They're in my eye anyways. Like, just get them out. <laughs> And I think that it would be very interesting to see her in the role of, like, a Paul, too. Um, like, that wouldn't work because keeping the, the cast indigenous um, yeah. for the werewolves. But I think that, like, her personality would fit that, like, very feisty, down-to-clown kind of character. Yeah. Which I like a lot. So, I, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I just think that it... To me, it read wrong, and that just could be because they pulled it out of context. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we also have a screen rant corner. Pew, 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 pew. I, I'm always so thankful for these. One of my favorite things about getting screen rant content, specifically about Twilight, is I've never seen a repeat author <laughs> from them. <laughs> and that... Is my favorite. Yeah. It draws in so many questions for me personally. Uh, In this one, it's another listicle. Shocking, truly. This one is 20 things that make no sense about Bella Swan. Are there any of these that stand out to you? (laughs) (laughs) These are all, I mean, yeah, these are all kind of like the irrational things that we've just come to love and also hate about Bella. Yes. Like... She has to be turned into a vampire by her first serious boyfriend. <laughs> yes. Or the whole sleep thing and the stalking thing and the love triangle. I feel like also a lot of these are just her dealing with trauma. <laughs> like For real. self-destruction and new moon, taking Edward back. Yeah, all the ones at the, the like top of the list are right. just... Hey, that's just how Bella copes with trauma. <laughs> so. God. Also, they use a photo of her when she's like dead, basically. And God, I forgot how horrible that looked. <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh. Um. <laughs> yeah. That that CGI like body is is this rough fucking stuff. Chin. <laughs> it's like. Oh my god. This jaw situation. It always kills me. Just the contrast between her cheekbones and her lip. Um. During that part, but it's fine. I. I also can't believe the number one answer. Agreed. No, it's it's literally no vampire birth control. <laughs> and they're really like, man, what a fucking idiot. She didn't think to research how to not get pregnant from a vampire. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it felt very much like this is Bella's fault. Right. Because Planned Parenthood doesn't offer vampire <laughs> birth control. <laughs> it's like, wait, whoa, wait a second. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> First of all, I can get supernatural birth control. I need that in general. Okay. And then, second of all, it also works on supernatural creatures. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then I want it. But yeah, that one felt weird. Um, though, <laughs> I think that it's very interesting that in that, that first one, like at the very end of the article when they're talking about number one, it's like bolded in a different font, I think, and also larger that it just says Edward should have been more diligent and proactive. It's like, okay, all right. Damn. 
fuck. Okay. <laughs> so that's just where we're at and also where Screen Rant is at right now. That's great. Should we talk about this Dakota Johnson bit? Yes. Here? Let's great. do it. Tell me about this Instagram post. Well, Dakota Johnson puts a photo of a phone number written on a piece of paper. Written incorrectly on this piece of paper, I might add. <laughs> the lines are all fucked up. It looks hor- it's It's a mess. I hate looking at it. But the sentiment is great because she's like, hey, call this number. Leave me a voicemail about your experience with, like, violence and harassment and all these things. And mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to them and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize the lines until looking <laughs> back at this, and now I can't stare at anything else but the it's fact that so it jarring. was written that way. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I, I just couldn't like look at a piece of line paper and be like, hey, you know what? Let me just fuck this whole thing up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just ruin everything that it was built for. Agreed. That is a lot, and I don't like it. Hey, let's take a break, Dion. Um, and break. Also, that and is her only photo on Instagram at this moment. Really? Yeah, I just took a look. Whoa. Yeah. God damn, Dakota. Uh, the fucking first comment I see is, what about men? I gotta go. <laughs> My eye, again. Oh, God. <laughs> it's seeping from your eye into the digital space. God. Can you... Uh, this is so much this is so talked about but i'm looking at this photo right now on instagram now that i've clicked through yeah. and there's almost seven thousand comments and i know that that like for some celebrities is nothing yeah but if i ever on anything had six thousand com- i would delete everything i think yeah um, i would disable all comments like nope i don't want anyone anyone to say anything yeah, if it's getting to that point, it's like, uh-uh, I probably don't want to know anything any of you are saying. Uh, okay, so I'm doing, I've I've dived deeper onto Please. her Instagram. She's following 43 people. Okay. Which, wow, that's my dream. Um, <laughs> most of them are, like, magazines or, like, publications. Um, the Some of the only real people on this list are Patti Smith. Great. Natalie Portman. Great. And Elton John. Oh. And also um, some account that's just called Text from Your Existentialist, which, from what I'm gathering, is text messages over paintings. <laughs> great. Can we talk for just a hot minute about the fact that Elton John is making a movie that's coming out? Is that true? Oh, Cody. Oh, boy. Um... There's, yeah, it's, I saw a trailer for it when I went to go see A Star is Born. Uh-huh. Um, it's coming out next year. It's fucking called Rocket Man. Oh, wow. So he's, like, really doing it. Yeah. He's, got, he's like, doing the fucking thing. And I think it's, like, fictionalized, but he's, like, in on it. Sure. So he's, like, here's my life, but I'm gonna just make it cooler. Yeah, sure. And it, I'm very excited for it. Ooh. I, yeah, I got very hyped when I was getting... At the theater, getting ready to see a Star Wars board. Um, yeah, that's great. It's very good. We have a question today. Yeah. That I'm very excited to know some of your thoughts about. The question is asking, what other media, TV, movies, books, and the like, were you as into as Twilight back when the books and the first movie originally came out? And then this person mentioned an example could be Veronica Mars. Love that. Yes, this is very good. I mean, I was like like most most people very into Harry Potter. That was mm-hmm. kind of my thing. There were dark years when I was into Doctor Who. We're trying to get over that past. I'm um, still trying to get over that. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I'm just fucking coming back in because of this lady doctor. Because apparently, it's great. It's um, so good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so <laughs> welcome to the Doctor Who corner of regrets ttyl that whole series oh my god right yeah it back was good um it's very good i've mentioned on this podcast many many times before but vampire academy slapped <laughs> it was the slap <laughs> it was the slap <laughs> um yeah i well i would definitely have to say harry potter for yeah. sure yeah um obviously I can apparently cannot sing the praises of me liking TTYL back then, anyways. <laughs> I think most of those, I would say, are the same. 
I had a student of mine read Speak this yeah. week for the first mm-hmm. time. And I feel like that is around the age when I read that. Yeah. Too. Um, I also it, hated that book when I first read it, but I feel like now I would have a better understanding of it. I loved that book growing mm-hmm. up, and it wasn't until later that I was like, oh. Right. <laughs> that's sure. why. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, <laughs> I think I know what's going on here. Yeah, but I think I think there was definitely part of me, especially during that first reason or that first reading too, that I was like, I just don't understand, like why she doesn't. And right. then it's like, oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you are just twelve and <laughs> right. do not like you don't know anything yet. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It wasn't until there was a lot of repression that was taken off, and sure. also age, that it was like, oh, okay, gotcha. 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 Uh, um, I see. I, those are the only ones that I can think of for the most part. It's not all of them by yeah. any means. Yeah. But that was about my personality around that time, I would say. Yeah. We, unfortunately, have some content to talk about today. <sighs> um, it's not all funs and jokes like it is at the beginning of the pod. We do have to get to the content. It's and time it, to get real, all right? It's, hey, let's get real. <laughs> I'm Let's sitting backwards dish. on a chair. <laughs> yeah. Hey, teens. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just your, like you. <laughs> I'm your cool substitute teacher. And I'm going to tell you about Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to sing like Gwyneth Paltrow did in Glee. And three, two, one. Yeah. Um, yikes. <laughs> Can you imagine? Also, that just episode... that episode was cr- Like, that was entirely irresponsible for her to be there. Like... <laughs> Who let that teacher? <laughs> For real. Didn't she sing the Fuck You cover? Yes. By that was the whole sex episode. <laughs> Jesus. So everyone was like, ooh, I don't know. I hey. watched the episode in class for a class because it was on sex and television, and I was like, wow, this is horribly irresponsible. I cannot believe this happened. <laughs> Hey, let's talk about Glee. No. We don't talk about Glee enough. <laughs> I, no, this is too much. We're <laughs> talking okay. too much. All right. Anyway, so let's talk about chapters 19 and 20 today. Yeah. When we left off last week... Christian the, was presumably die- dead. He it was... Schrodinger's Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and God, I wish he had just stayed dead. <laughs> if we, if we didn't think hard enough, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so his helicopter had gone bye-bye. And <sighs> helicopter bad... Earth gone, Christian bye, <laughs> and that's what you missed, Uncle. <laughs> yeah. Again, I just need a supercut. Where are all my previously ons? Someone give these to me. I need Please. them. Please. Um, I don't want Cody to do this work. You do it. <laughs> hey, for once, can you all participate <laughs> in this space? This book club is real lonely. All right. This got so hostile. <laughs> I bring the snacks every week. <laughs> Cody brings the goose. Like, what's the point? What do you do, Deborah? <laughs> Just sit there getting tipsy on wine. You don't even read the book. <laughs> Get out of my face. Anyways. <laughs> so. I suffered so much for you. <laughs> my eye hurts. <laughs> Anyways. Chapter 19. There's so much of this fucking fireplace, Cody. I can't take this chapter seriously. <laughs> it's okay. Did you know that I live in a fancy apartment that has a fireplace? Let's focus in on that fireplace one more. Hear me out. Well, the embers I'm... from the fireplace are beckoning you. It just, it fucking kills me because sometimes it feels like E.L. James is just now learning what narrative techniques are. Yeah. And then is practicing them in the most heavy-handed way. Right, yeah. It's just like, I'm going to have my character fixate on this fireplace and then everything that she does in this chapter is just going to be flashbacks it's like okay but like what is the point point? and also there are like people directly talking to her and she's yeah. just like no i have to stare into this fireplace i can't respond to you which is fucked because like anna's known this dude for what like five weeks at this point a yep. month maybe and like yep. she's talking to his actual siblings like like, or, like, family. People that, like, would have known him his whole life and would be genuinely sad if he was yeah. dead or missing. And they're 
they're consoling her. Like, they're all just like, oh, honey. And she's like, nope, I have no capacity to speak to anyone. This is all I have. It's over. I'm just gonna jump into the fire. This is it. It's, like, ridiculous. And instead of E.L. James processing this and explaining it in a way of, like, hey, we all deal with grief in super different ways. Sure, 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 sure. She was just like, I'm going to make this super Elizabethan, and it's going to be so heavy-handed. And, yeah, it didn't didn't click at all. So, yeah. Anyways, the chapter starts off, and Anna's like, I'm just staring at these flames. And then we realize she's just fixating on this fucking fireplace. But, yes, so this whole, for most of, I would say, the first part of this chapter anyways – um, is all of his family V-worried. Yeah. Like, Christian's even on the news, right? Because you have to imagine billionaire, right? With Yeah, and also the fucking headline is just like, Christian Gray missing. That's it. This, someone find this man. And also, they mentioned at some point he was only missing for like eight hours. Yeah. And they stopped looking for him because it got dark. <laughs> so, they- yeah, this like billionaire... They were yeah. just like, oh, well, we're tired. Guess that's it. Hey, like, you're not, like, a missing person until it's been, like, a day at least, right? But also, does the city of Seattle not have lights? Do they not have... <laughs> <laughs> we don't. For Sorry. Just, like, big old fash- flashlights into the sky? Like, what? No, it's like, we're nah, actually- sorry, the sky <laughs> called it a day, so we're gonna go to bed too. <laughs> we're really big on our energy consumption oh here. God. And so when the day becomes the night, <laughs> we also live in that space. Sure. So I am recording this in the dark. Um, and what is happening Lit is by I'm a actually, single candle. <laughs> one candle that I'm holding like a peasant. I'm just my hands are shaking. The the flame is is quivering a bit. And I'm also just screaming this, hoping that it's being recorded because I'm not using any electricity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I thought that was Buckwild too. So we know that like there was a crash, right? Which is presumably why this got some sort of news attention. Yeah. But then if it's big enough for them to send a search party out immediately, right. why the fuck would they give up after their eight-hour shift is done? They're like, well, I think man, it's over. <laughs> I don't know, man. The good place comes on and, like, I can't miss <laughs> it. <laughs> I can't DVR. We don't have that technology over here. <laughs> I if watch I miss it live. It. <laughs> if I miss it, it's over. If I miss it, it's basically just gone forever. And then how will I possibly know what happens next week? Yeah, it's just like lost when we were younger, you know? <laughs> it's true. You have to wait for all the reruns in the summer. None of you like a fucking fool. kids remember that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah, that was wild. So you're just yelling at your class. It's like, just, you don't know what I've went through. I'm actually recording this in my class. It's just me <laughs> screaming at 30 12 year olds who have no idea why I'm talking to myself. Yes. Anyways, there's a whole bunch of his family here, and Anna's acting like he's the most important person in the whole world, which to her, fair. But then she'll go on and say stuff like, we haven't had enough time. We need more time. We've done so much in the last few weeks. And it's like, Anna, you've known this kid yeah. for two weeks. I just, I can't. They've barely known each other. It's, and every time that she tries to say like, it doesn't matter how long it's been. It's still so important. It only emphasizes the like textbook list of what an abusive relationship looks like. Yep. It's like, Anna, stop. But yes, anyways, so all of a sudden, oh, yeah, and keep in mind, Jose is still there. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, just like hanging out, eating cereal, having a great time. <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, I'm part of this, too. Like, his friend's boyfriend is straight up dead, and he's just chilling in the apartment, has no connection to anybody. Um, It's a mood. Anyways, Christian walks in the door, fairly unscathed from what I could tell. And his family loses it, as you would expect. And Anna is still frozen. She finally realizes that he's alive. And then she's like, oh, now I can cry. (laughs) But yeah, he's, Christian being his usual self, does not understand why there's anybody in his home. Yeah. Um, (laughs) He's like, what, did I miss something? (laughs) 
And Are you throwing a surprise party for me? Yeah, he was actually really hyped when he saw all the people here. He was like, <laughs> and then he realized that they were all just like waiting for him and there was no like gifts or anything. Yeah. He's like, oh man, all right. Um, but yeah, so he doesn't accept the fact that they are here because they care about him. <sighs> um, which, okay, Christian, like, uh, all right. We don't have enough time to even unpack this, so great. E.L. James basically just says that and then moves on. So, great. Finally, everybody leaves after Kate's like, wow, I think I missed a lot while I was away. But then that's, like, all we get. (laughs) Remember Kate? I miss her. We don't know anything about her, but I miss her. She's still lost at sea. I I know she came back, but she's gone. She's missing. Yeah, she is still for always on island time, it seems like. We get the story of how, what happened there, and it seems so buck wild to me, because E.L. James is talking about it, and is like, hey, do you get it? Someone (laughs) fucked with Christian's fucking helicopter. Do you get it? It was sabotage. Do you understand me? I'm foreshadowing. Something (laughs) might happen later. I want you to pay attention. Christian's like, I don't know. It was this, it's the safest helicopter in the whole world. And then all of a (laughs) sudden. There's no way. (laughs) All the lights came on and I just had to jump. From a mile above the ground, and I survived. And it's like, okay, well, none of this is true, but fine. Anyways, yes, they all leave. Anna's freaking out, as you would expect. And it's, I don't know, cute, whatever. It's pretty gross, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Um, They do the kissy thing, or whatever. And then as they're, Kristen's like, let's go take a shower. And she's like, cool, 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 let's do that. But the one thing that he has to do before he does that, obviously, is take out all of the things from his coat pockets. And so Anna's like, hey, wait, before you do that, can you just open up the gift I got you really quick? And Just real quick. Just real like real, quick. real, real, real It's real, midnight, real technically, so everything. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is why she lets him finally do this. And as she had said before, she didn't know what to get. The guy who has everything and can get anything for himself. And so we find out that in that box that he'd had next to his heart was this little keychain with an LED light on it um, that lit up like the skyline. And on the back was the word yes. (sighs) Everything about this sucks. Yes. But also... Just bad gift. A bad gift. Objectively a pretty shitty gift. Objectively a horrible gift. Hasn't this motherfucker lived in Seattle, like, forever? <laughs> like, yes. Like, he knows what this guy... Like, could you imagine just, like, getting, like, a, a touristy trinket from the your hometown? <laughs> like, I would be so annoyed. Engraved with, like... The answer to your proposal? That's the worst thing. I, I would de- I would just leave. I, I would be like, you know what? I take my proposal back. I gotta go. <laughs> the thing that fucked me up about this gift is she seemed genuinely very excited about it. As like, this will be an emotional gift. And I'm really excited about it because he can buy whatever he wants, but he can't buy this. What? And, um, <laughs> but the thing that annoyed me about this gift aside from everything about it was when would christian literally ever have something to put a keychain on because he has a driver and first of all you think that his apartment opens up by keys and not by him like scanning his eye that's a funny joke so like what would he put a keychain on anyways i don't get it yeah i yeah none of it makes any goddamn sense no i don't get it anna it's a shitty gift yeah, and also, like, it's a cute little sexist joke about being like, hey, you can't buy me, wink. What are you going to do next year, idiot? <laughs> going to play the same gag again, Anna? I would. <laughs> just every year. It's like, hey. But I would just add words to it, so I'd be like, yes, it's a gift. And <laughs> <laughs> This is just... a gift. <laughs> it's like, keychain, <laughs> exclamation point. I would, yeah, I would get something really fancy, like a trophy engraved, 
And then just on the back, it'd be like, this is a gift. <laughs> yes. In case you forgot. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, you got a gift. Yes. <laughs> Christian <You were> born. <laughs> is weirdly excited about this. Um, yeah. It's not, he's it's not surprising. Um, but yes, he's very stoked. He goes from being exhausted and wanting a shower to being like, oh, you have surrendered a part of yourself to me. Now I'm suddenly sexually aroused. Mm-hmm. Um, which, great. Great personality traits you got there, Christian. Yeah. Um, Go to. Uh, it's the worst. My eye. My eye is killing me. <laughs> so, it's just it's so bad. There's other gifts that she has, too. But the thing that I wanted to talk about about this fucking keychain is the fact that Christian is like, no, hold on a second. You hey, gave hey, this hey. to me. You gave this to me before we saw Dr. Flynn. So what does that mean? <laughs> and she's like, well, I mean, it means what the fuck I meant it to say. Yeah. But they're the worst and they don't know how to communicate. They're engaged and they don't know how to communicate. Yeah. Yeah, because um, they've known each other for five weeks. Remember? It's 90 day fiance. <sighs> they do the sex in the shower. Christian is all very excited because apparently the day that Anna no longer has to use condoms <sighs> while having sex with partners falls on his birthday. <sighs> Let's just talk about that for a second. Because <sighs> that's the worst thing. I love that. I love everything about that. Super great. Super yeah. good. Not at all the actual worst. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, they have the sex. It's, I don't know, E.L. James's kind of sex, I would say. We, we kind of know how she does the sex at this point. But the thing that I think is important to talk about is the two gifts that she provides for him. Yeah. Yes. Because there are two other, like, legitimate boxes that she apparently gives to him as gifts. Um, Could you tell our lovely listeners what those boxes are? So, one of them is, like, a helicopter model or something. Like, a baby helicopter. Yes. Which, like, way to, like, rub in the whole, like, trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Being, like... Espionage in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) She fucking loves doing that. Didn't, like, what what did she give him when she left him the first time? That was, like... It was the glider. The glider, yeah. So she's just like, hey, you, here's a fucking, like, small version of something you own. Here you go. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Who taught you to shop for gifts? These are bad. They're awful. She can't even blame it on TV because if she even watched QVC, QVC would have done a better job of explaining gifts to her. This is true. But yes, so she's got that one. The problem is, is that Christian's definitely kind of like the model train, chip in a bottle kind of dude. <laughs> Absolutely. And so you know he eats that shit up. Yeah. Um. What it's is like, that? Yes, 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 yes. Ugh, it's yes, so, yes, yes, yes. he's such an old man. What is the other gift that she provides? I had forgotten about this one, too, until she mentioned the fact that it was way back when we saw all those photos that she had found of his exes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, And this is the gift that apparently turned into that. So, yeah, it's like a <laughs> bunch of, like, like the, the greatest hits of kink stuff. She's like, oh, I've been doing my homework. It's like... Oh, here's nipple clamps, and here's, like, whatever. And it's, like, a wink-wink, like, hey, hey. And he's like, what? And she's like, you know what I mean. He's like, what? (laughs) And she's like, you know what I'm talking about. He's like, I don't understand. Do you want to do the sex with me? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But it's so funny. Yeah, so there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff that she had ended up putting in there. Yeah. There's, like, his iPod. Right. And his tie. And then she put, like, the key to the playroom in there. And she, you know, put on a slip of paper in there, wink, wink. Like, she wrote yeah. it down on there. Because she's not subtle. And the thing that I think weirded me out the most about this is, like, I know it's called a playroom. But then when he responds and he looks at her, like, you want 
to play. Yeah. It just, it gave me the weirdest feeling, personally. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways. But, yeah. So, he was very excited about that. The one thing that I did not mention is that in this chapter, too, they obviously at some point fall asleep. And then when Anna goes back downstairs, she remembers that Jose had been there the whole time. <laughs> yep. And so, she's having breakfast and, and so she's like, oh, hey, what, Jose, what's good? You're mm-hmm. still here? Um, hey buddy (laughs) and so she decides that she had wanted originally to make breakfast in bed for Christian but apparently his like spidey senses went off about her talking to another man I guess because he walks out and makes this like weird carnal display in the kitchen for, for the two of them in front of Jose and it felt very weird to me personally yeah but yeah, so the last scene there is him like opening up the fucking box of the playroom mm-hmm. and being like, well, let's do this thing. <laughs> and Anna is like very giddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The one thing too that I want to mention, because there isn't a lot of good stuff in these two chapters. No. The only thing I would say that is kind of like a shining light is when they talk about the playroom. Um, and he's like, are you sure? And she's like, well, not the whips and stuff. Right. So. She's setting least, boundaries, which is good. I'm glad that that is included because we know that there are some things that she legitimately doesn't like and were a serious part of trauma, I would say, for her from things that Christian's done before. So I'm glad that she's setting those boundaries. But the chapter ends with them going to the playroom. Yay. So next week, we read the last two chapters of this god-awful book. And I am very confused why all of a sudden, when she should be wrapping things up, E.L. James has put in this espionage twist. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Now that I know that we have two chapters left and not four. But we shall see, I guess. Before we get to our fan fiction today... I do want to take a second and thank our fantastic patrons. Ow! Who this week should be, I was thinking, what, like, NPCs are they in either the Twilight or the Fifty Shades universe? Okay. All right. So, I was thinking that Shannon Clearwater would be one of the journalists in Fifty Shades, who was like, hey, actually, Christian Grey is missing. Shouldn't be on the ticker. Yeah. <laughs> we probably need something a little bit more. And they were like, ma'am, no. <laughs> it's the point across. Shout out to Katie Weber. Yes. Who is gonna be the beautiful waiter at IHOP who gave them pancakes so, oh my so, Christ. Long <laughs> so long ago. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Well, then, I think... Oh, Simon. Oh, Simon. Um, (laughs) What do we do with you, Simon? (laughs) I think, then, Simon has to be the bartender who had been serving Elliot and Anna just that shit ton of alcohol when they were getting plastered waiting for Christian to come out of the apartment when the ghost girl was there. I love that. He was just like, all right, ma'am, I can tell that you need this today. (laughs) So that's very good. Thank you all for those. We appreciate those endlessly. I have a very special fan fiction for you today. Oh, boy. So I just want you to to buckle up for this. This is called 51 Shades of Benson. And here is the description for this. It is... (laughs) It's written by Holly Katrina, which, wow, um, (laughs) a name of two firsts. And it is, (laughs) the description is a parody of Fifty Shades of Grey with an iCarly twist. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now, did you watch iCarly, Cody? I did, yeah. Okay, great, because I didn't, so I hope you get this. Oh my god. (laughs) The author, Holly Katrina, which I'm never going to be able to forget that name, um, does have a disclaimer here when this was posted on December 31st of 2012. The disclaimer here is this. I do not own iCarly. 
or Fifty Shades of Grey. No point in suing me. I have nothing <laughs> except a dream and a laptop and some other stuff. But it's really not worth suing me over. <laughs> and if I... I have never related to anything more. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just have a dream and a laptop. No you know? point suing <laughs> No point in suing me. There's nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing. Um, so this is from chapter one. I skip back up the stairs and sit back in front of my mirror. My brother Spencer built my room up after he burned it down with some gummy bear lamp. Spencer doesn't live with us anymore. He got arrested for flashing his socks at young girls in the mall. Sam moved in to help me with the bills while Spencer sits out at 17 and a half year sentence. I should be sitting at my desk, staring at the notes I've taken this semester and trying to remember whatever it was the teacher was saying, but instead I'm stuck doing Sam's stupid assignment. Apparently, Fredward Benson is super important just because he donated all the computers our college uses. Top of the line Benson computers were a dream of the dean. Oh, and he'll be speaking at our graduation ceremony. His time is apparently much more valuable than mine, but he was nice enough to take his time out of his busy day to allow Sam to interview him. Instead, he'll be getting plain, boring Carly Shay. And scene. I hated everything about that. <laughs> oh, but did you, though? Because I don't get it. <laughs> so so like, I have to trust so, you. Yeah, let me just, uh, like, the last 30 seconds of this. <laughs> Fre- the Fred word in question... That was just, yes. like, the this, like, the tech, the only, like, dude in the show, basically. Like, is, like, their fun tech friend who, like, oh. filmed the show. And, like, a lot of people, I think, like, if they made fanfiction or, like, shipped them or whatever, like, that was a thing. Oh. Yeah. It's, like, gross. But he was also, like, 12, too. Like, everyone else, like, he was... <laughs> right. Yeah. That's fair. All I remember from iCarly, because I didn't watch it, was the brother. Yeah, so. that's, that's Spencer, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. You ever just flash someone your socks at the mall? Hey, it'd be like that, you know? <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Back at it again <laughs> with the socks. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, as we see Seattle. Get bit. <laughs> I mean, get whipped, please. This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as Into the Twilight.show. You can send us an email at Into the Twilight Show at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at Into the Twilight.bigcartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at Your Ghost Toast 44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krauss. You can find at Eli Sauerkraus and Krausfilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, who you can find at kb underscore underscore smith on twitter you can find ali on twitter at into wild places and you can find me at dyke discourse you've been listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone